Sweep and Waifu Wednesdays. Welcome everybody back to the Weeping Waifu Podcast. My name is Tongi and today, Misha and I will be talking to our wonderful guest, Illy. We've known her since high school and she is currently dating Misha's cousin. We'll be talking about the first episode of the Inuyasha spinoff series, Yashihime, Illy's love for cosplaying and attending anime conventions. We'll also have a My Hero Academia draft. My Hero Academia draft! Let's get it! So, before I turn it over to you, I just want to say how I met you or how I noticed you. And I'll turn it over to you. I remember freshman year, I, I think I told you this before, freshman year survey lit. It was our first period in freshman. And I remember you had this pencil case and inside the pencil case was you playing Pokemon on Nintendo DS throughout the whole class. So that's what I remember of you that I already knew you loved Pokemon. And I already knew you weren't paying attention. But for somehow, some reason, I knew you were passing, getting really good grades. So whatever that is, you did your grind and you had your thing. Props to you. And and what was your how did oh. you how did you know? Uh, there's two Misha. scenes, and uh, you could correct me, Ellie, if I'm wrong. Um, so one of them was in the Curie. That was our high school that we went to. We all went to the same high school together. Uh, it was in the stairs. I think, or maybe I was dreaming. <laughs> or <laughs> or it was. Uh, I think one. Oh, was it? Manny, it was another guy friend. Um, it was it was Bam Bam. Oh my bad. Okay, I was kind of close. They they wear both <laughs> both of them kind of wear but, black. But uh-huh. I did I did meet him. Be- like Bam Bam, like he introduced me to to E Manny. So yeah, like we're all interconnected in that way. What year was that? I can't remember. I think it was sophomore or junior year um mm-hmm. technically because of bam bam he had your sister jazz in a oh, yeah. french class oh yeah, yeah um and like we never had any classes together nor you or jazz so we would only talk to each other in the hallways for the most part so mm-hmm. that's the reason why we never really went into like each other's houses or mm-hmm. anything because we never we never really got to no, explore that part of the friendship yeah What's your earliest memory of us? So we shared ours. Mm, let's see. I guess earliest memory with you, Misha, the earliest memory I have is us fangirling over Inuyasha. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> we would always talk about it in the hallways. I did tell you I wanted to cosplay as Kagome. And like, that's my earliest memory from you. Unfortunately, Anthony, I'm gonna be honest, I barely remember anybody from survey literature class. Like I understand. I was <laughs> totally in the shadow. <laughs> um, I guess like earliest memory with you, it's like when we started hanging out in Harold Washington. Um, College. Like I yeah. Um and I guess it was us hanging out in the basement really. I know most the, of the time. Uh-huh of the school <laughs> I mean it sounds creepy but um I guess all all of us hanging out really um like we would go walking to McDonald's um going to Dunkin Donuts um geography classes together but what's yeah. your first let's say you 
finally got to saw impression your impression oh, like I was once when say you that. once when okay. you knew that's a good one uh, or once when you knew me or Misha, one. yeah yeah you just be full on honest. i don't really care like oh it's such a bum i don't care i want to hear it so what what exactly was oh, your first oh wait before she responds thing? i just realized sorry i'm so slow we're kind of webcamming too as we see her your headphones are so cute so she has this gamer oh, headphones girl. they're like kawaii they light up they're pretty cute okay yeah sorry <laughs> yeah back to the question um for me first impression of anthony i mean he was super quiet i, I just knew him as your best friend at the Aww, time i like that but like but he was super super cool like he was easy to get along with um like honestly like i have no like nothing bad to say like you're just a quiet kid but you were really cool you always had good vibes around you oh cool thank you would you say he's still quite serious um i mean he's pretty reserved but yeah like mm-hmm. when he's around with family and friends that he trusts like like he opens up yeah i agree pretty cool dude sweet and what about what's your impression of Misha. Wait, you didn't share your impression that you had towards her. Yeah, she loved Pokemon. Oh, I didn't know that was an impression. <laughs> yeah, my first impression of Misha, like, honestly, she used to dress all in black back then. Uh-huh. She was super bold. Like, honestly, I, I loved her style. It was very different and very, like, gothic yeah thick mm-hmm. lolita mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i honestly loved it like as soon as i saw her i knew she was a fellow weeb so i'm like <gasps> oh my god i dance with her <laughs> it's our aura so, it started like yeah i don't know or it's probably my smell or something i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding uh i re i do remember now something i tend to be very uh i think i relate to manny so i think we're better with faces my cousin manny um so i don't really remember the first few words or things we said to each other so i don't really remember but i believe you the inuasha part but i do remember how you dress too i i think you were wearing a french hat i don't know if they're called french hat like those it has like a little thingy oh yeah what is that called yeah and I don't, I don't know why I always picture you with sweaters. I think you had a sweater, but I'm not sure. I usually, I usually wore sweaters. Yeah. And I think you said when I first met you is not the phrase that I remember. It was more of the accents. You said, uh, oh, I'm from New York or something like that. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, but I didn't really think much. I was like, okay, I never really met someone because I'm pretty bad with accents. I can't really tell when a person has an accent unless they point it out. So I was like, okay, this is what it means by having an accent. But that was my first impression. <laughs> so I didn't really have that much thoughts. I just, oh, I, I know uh, the other, I guess the other thing, I did see you very friendly. Uh, so I feel like for me, it's always hard or especially back then to start a conversation. So for you, you kind of, you were very social. So you made it easy, if that makes sense. She's very friendly. Yeah, yeah. I, I talk to anyone and everyone. And, yeah, I feel like you were. F- I I I saw this Facebook post like which crew did you hang out with, and I feel I I read what you said. I agreed that that you were basically everywhere, with every yeah. type of people. But yeah, 
So going back to Inuyasha, this past week, the spinoff happened, Yashahime. Is that, am I saying that right? Yashahime? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. so uh, th- full disclaimer, I did not fully watch the original series in Yasha. I didn't finish it. I watched 60 episodes. I plan on finishing, but I haven't got to it yet. No, he wasn't planning to finish it. I, I'm forcing him to finish okay. it. <laughs> okay. Point being, I already jumped into the Yashahime and throughout the episode, I'm questioning Misha. Okay. What exactly is happening? How is Kohaku alive? What happened to uh, what's Kikyo? What happened to her? And no, you didn't ask me that one. And why? How does Inuyasha have this space globe attack or whatever? I'm totally confused. What's happening? Okay. Oh, so I can. Definitely... I want. I want you to explain like stuff. Like, like I don't care if you spoil. I just want to understand what is happening. Oh, oh! Before you answer, Ellie. The reason why he's asking you this, he tried asking me, but you know how terrible my memory is. So the thing is, oh, it's okay. I'm making him watch it because he hasn't watched it. But for me, it was more of a refresher because I can't remember. I remember only the romance scenes, but yeah, be my guest. Uh, yeah, those are the cutest scenes. Um, so first question, you're wondering about Kohaku. So that one kind of goes hand in hand about what happened to Kikio. Um, so Kikyo, eventually she did end up dying officially. She left the, cause technically it was, um, she had like the last of the shards. Um, she left one of the shards with her light to purify the one that Naraku had. Naraku's like the bad guy in the entire series that they're trying to defeat because Naraku basically double cross Kikyo and Inuyasha. So just short backstory, um, he impersonated Inuyasha with Kikyo. Um, you know, the beginning where like Inuyasha wanted to become human. So he played Kikyo saying like, oh, I don't want to, I want to be a full demon. Um, and at the same time, uh, after that happened, cause he attacked her and almost killed her. Um, he also impersonated Kikyo. So Kikyo tried killing Inuyasha and he was upset about the whole thing because he felt like he was played. And for about 50 years, they believed that they hated each other because they thought one of them hated the other one. So that basically was the the reason why they've been Mm -hmm. fighting the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, so... Kohaku eventually, like Naraku at the very end, he tried taking the last of Kohaku's shard. Um, the light that was left in there for Kikyo's light, when like after she, she already like passed away, that light ended up going into Kohaku instead. So what was supposed to purify the Shikon jewel, Kohaku kept the light in him and he stayed alive because of that. Kikyo passed away, unfortunately, but like her spiritual aura still kind of remained, but in Kohaku and like surrounding everybody else. Now the Meido Zangetsuha, which is a really, really cool sword attack that, that Inuyasha has, like very galaxy-like. So that one, that one's interesting. That one's because it's a Shomaru. You know, also Shomaru was always salty uh-huh. because <laughs> his father did not leave him the Tetsaiga, yeah. he got the Tenseiga instead. Mm. So that's the Tenseiga's attack. 
the Tansega, so what ended up happening, like he met up with his mom somehow. I don't know. I don't remember why. Like I watched it earlier this year because I actually watched the entire series. Yeah, Something in my, mm-hmm. my heart told me, rewatch the series. And I'm like, all right. Perfect timing. And then they announced uh, Yasha Hime. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, so he went into that weird like galaxy looking world because Sishomaru's mom ended up sending Rin into that place so it's a movie Kohaku right also accompanying them yeah they um mean, no it's oh. actually like episode oh my bad mm. um it's it's the final act uh-huh. so it's like episode five six, okay I yeah never mind I, I might be wrong mm. but it's it's in final act um so essentially sashomaru goes in there with with uh kohaku and and rin um and like rin eventually she's not waking up in there and and like Sashoma's kind of freaking out. Like he's a really cool dude, but mm-hmm. like he's freaking the heck out. Um, and in the end, like he he realizes like that she's not waking up. Um, he's able to do the Meido Zangetsuha, but it's incomplete. He doesn't know that at the time, but it's an incomplete attack. So once they come back, um, Sashomu's mom's like, oh, so you really love this girl. Like you, like you care about her. And like how that he was really upset about the whole thing, but somehow, um, because he couldn't bring back Rin with the uh, Tensega because he already used it before. The mom brought Rin back from from the dead. Um, I forgot what what she did exactly. She did something, but that's how he got that attack later down the line. Um, I believe it was Todosai who eventually. Uh, Todosai is a guy who rides on the bull who makes yeah. the swords mm-hmm. for, for everybody. Yeah. Um, he came and, and told uh, Shishomaru, like, hey, um, so the Tensega, that, that's that's really not supposed to be your sword. You were supposed to complete it for your little brother. So Shishomaru was like, what the heck, man? Um, <laughs> so he gave him the, the the sword, essentially, and like the Tensega and the Tetsaiga fused oh. together mm-hmm. and it became like it was able to do the entire like attack because Sashomaru's attack for the Meido was actually like half moons essentially like half uh, or like crescent moons mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all over the place while um, Inuyasha's attack is a full-on circle but uh, Sashomaru still had a happy ending. He had a different sword um, that Todosai actually gave him. That was pretty powerful, and he also got his arm back after oh. the end. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I totally forgot like, about that part. First, first question, or I guess whatever question this is. I thought Inuyasha wanted to collect the Shikan Jewel to be a full demon. So what happened? So that was the very beginning, like. When he got closer to Kagome, um, I think it was like honestly like around like episode 100, after like 125, um, he started like hanging out with Kagome a little bit more like in the real world and all, well, not the real world. I mean, <laughs> the present world. Um, <laughs> and and then like when, when they got closer, like he really got to see that she cared for him no matter what, even when he kept going back to Kikyo. Like, honestly, like, re-watching it, um, at the time when I saw it as a teenager, I was on totally on Kagome's side. But when I rewatched it, 10 years later as, like, a young adult, 
I'm like, Kagome's acting like a little baby about this. Like, I'm like, holy, her teenage hormones, like, Jesus Christ, like, she would cry over anything. And I'm mm -hmm. like, man. Um, so, and then she still kept going back, even though, like, she was clearly upset. Like, she never wanted to see Inuyasha again. She kept going back to him. And he noticed that like even though like she would be clearly upset like she would still try to help him the best she could to open his heart to other people and that was something that he had a hard time doing so he became friends with Moroku became friends with Shippo with Sango and those were all people who essentially hunted down demons in general so being able to get close to people like that and Kogome showed him like, hey, you can still open your heart to everybody, like, and still be true to yourself and they'll accept you no matter what. So that's essentially what ended up changing like his mind. He didn't want to become human. He didn't want to become demon. He stayed as a half demon because Kogome accepted him. Mm -hmm. And he showed him that other people can accept them too. Mm, yeah, and what I was going to add, and I think that's what, as I got older, I feel like we all, I mean, I have rewatched even like certain novellas and as you get older, you you get mind blown. And I think with Inuasha, that was my same reaction too. When I was, I think younger, I used to like, I, well, back then I think I liked mainly Kagome and Sushomura was more neutral. But as I got older, I liked, I became like more of a hardcore Sushomura fan. But with uh, Kagome, I was okay with Inuasha, but rewatching it, as I was older, I kind of like for, and I think I told Anthony, I found Inyasha annoying because, because, <laughs> was. yeah, because I didn't find it fair. Like I understood Kagome cause she's a teenager. And especially, I mean, for me, I had crushes and you fall very deep, especially when you're like in your high school peak, like you're new to everything. So I kind of understood her, but Inyasha, I was like very annoyed then I, like because he almost felt like he wanted to keep both of them and essentially it was the same thing like he wanted to keep both of them and when Kogome was leaning towards Koga then that's when Inuyasha was like no you can't do that but it's okay for him to like kiss and hug Kikyo so I kind of understood why Kogome would be like very confused because he kind of gave mixed signals I don't know like Jazz, my sister Jasmine is like, oh, I love Inyasha. But as I got older, Inyasha kind of got me on my nerves. I just, I don't know. So that's why I'm more faithful to Sushomaru now. <laughs> well, Sushomaru, he always was kind of sweet and directly to all the girls that he encountered in some way. Like he ignored them. Yeah. But in a sense, he protected them indirectly. Yeah. So that's why they all fell for him. Yeah. I, I, I think I would be one of them. So going back to like the first episode of Yashahime, like Misha and I were kind of confused where there was like going a flashback in a way. I, I kind of felt like there was a flashback because they were telling a story of the, the white haired girl. Like, or I don't know what was happening, but it was saying all talking about the past. And we saw Rin, who is a lot younger. And I'm like, okay, why is this showing a younger Rin? Because I thought one of the kids was, uh, like she was the mother of it, but then now we're not sure. Uh, Sashomaru is and Rin are together. I don't know. That's what you were saying. No, I mean, I no confused. one is. No one knows, knows right now who. No, yeah. 
Nobody really knows. knows. Okay. It's just assumption that it's Rin. Yeah, I think it's Rin. Do you think it's Rin? Um, I think it's Rin because there was a Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, like they, there was a Twitter post about one of the, the fan arts that they thought it was fan art, but it actually came directly from one of the, um, one of the artists on the show. So they were given the okay to draw Rin and Shisomaru together. So I think they're definitely together. Also, the flashback in the very beginning of Yashahime, it, that, that flashback with Rin and Kagome and them fighting that weird tree root demon thing, it was six months after Kagome decided to go back. So that happens at the very end of final act where you see Kagome come out of the bone demons well. And she just graduated high school. Like mm-hmm. literally, mm-hmm. she she just graduated high school. She was like 18 already, like 17, 18, or however old they are in Japan when they graduate high school. And she came back home and her mom gave her like a look like 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 what like that mom looked like, oh, what's wrong? And um and Kagomi just gave her that one final look and like looked over to at, at the shrine where the well was and the mom told her, oh just go like that's where you want to be go so that's where like the series ends um like with her coming out of the 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 well and honestly I waited for so long for the final act I had to read the manga mm-hmm. like essentially it's pretty authentic to the manga um but that's where it opens up technically because the all like all of the daughters of Inuyasha and Sushomaru they said in the very beginning that the story they were telling the flashback was a little over a decade old so my assumption is that it's probably about 12 to 13 years old wait you mean potentially 14 you mean rin the flashback oh my bad the flashback yeah Uh, Uh so i'm pretty sure rin is of age Mm -hmm to bear children and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So they didn't specify how long the decade was because it can be from 10 to like 17 years, essentially, because they didn't specify. And honestly, everything they said, they just gave me more questions. They left it on a cliffhanger. They didn't answer anything. I don't know what happened to Inuyasha. I don't know what happened to Kagome. I really don't know what happened to Shishomaru's lovers, which were assuming it's Ren. Mm-hmm. It has to be. There, there's like no other way. Mm-hmm. Like I it agree. really has to be. And the other thing I was also going to say that uh so I think when we started the series or when you Kagome met Inuasha, I think she was like a freshman in high school. And then towards the end mm-hmm. towards the end I think she was she graduated high school like you said. So if you consider I mean would you say that so Shomaru met Rin when he was 10 or 11? I mean, she was 10 or 11? I think I read somewhere. I think so. So... Yeah, mm-hmm. like I, like maybe 9, honestly. 9, 10. Uh-huh. Like, she, she was super young. Um, but, like, uh, I know Kagome, she was actually in her... Uh, I think she was junior high. It was her last year of junior high. Because she was in the ninth grade. Because uh, high school in Japan, it, it actually goes from... 10th 
uh, from 10th grade to, to 12th, I oh, believe. Oh, I see. Or, yeah. Mm, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so it, it's only three years of high school mm-hmm. for Japan. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, and I feel like I also think it is Ren because I do agree with uh, you that Sushomaru tends to be very gentle for the most part for females, but I think as we were watching some parts, oh, actually, no, I watched it with Jess. <laughs> Jess is also <laughs> watching it too. Uh, she's watching Inuyasha, so she's a bit more ahead. So I see it with uh, uh, Tongi and also I see it with uh, Jasmine sometimes. But there was this uh, episode where Ka- I think Kagura liked, I'm probably saying her name wrong, Sushomaru, right? Kagura? Yeah. Yeah, it's Kagura. You're saying it, right? Yeah, and then she liked them and she wanted to... It was pretty obvious that she liked them, or at least for me. And there was one scene where he wanted to, she wanted to see him one last time. And he was kind of, I don't know if he was pretending or he kind of giving her the cold shoulder. But I feel like he's always been very sweet to Rin. Like Rin is his, I don't know, sweetness. I feel like Rin was the only one who really approached him. Uh Yeah, yeah. And did not stop the other women mm. they approached them but from afar and they stayed far away yeah yeah I rin think. was the only one who approached them without a bias i feel like she gives me kagome vibes yeah she way. definitely does yeah. well moving on from inyasha i understand that you really do love going to conventions mm-hmm. you love cosplaying you love anime obviously so I do know that you do love your your costumes or cos, cosplays, and cosplays. I wanted to talk cosplays. More, <laughs> cosplays. Yeah, I do want to talk more <laughs> into that. Do you? Because then we talked to previous guest uh, Karina. She ends up like making most of her costumes. Cosplays. Cosplays, sorry. Cosplays. Oh, either or, it's yeah. fine. Cosplays. So for you, i seen that um, you have, it's been a hit or miss. Sometimes you would purchase the cosplays, right? So I wanted to touch base on like, like I have you made cosplays as well as also purchased them as well? And then just wanted to know like your experiences about that. Well, I definitely never made it myself because I do not know how to sew whatsoever. I tried and it's, it doesn't work out. I don't blame you. Um, I'm the same. <laughs> but I do have a knack for like creating some accessories or at least modifying things. Like, right. um, I'm not sure if anybody knows Star Butterfly and Star versus the Forces of Evil, but the boots that I wear for her, I technically just bought some from Amazon or like $30 because I tried finding some that were as authentic as possible. And I hated all of them that I saw online. Like they were the wrong color. It didn't look like the show. And honestly, ever since I was a kid, I had issues with certain toys because, and also costumes because they just, it wasn't authentic to the show. I'm like, why does this not look exactly like the show? It looked like a derpy version of it. Um, So for that set, um, I bought some duct tape and some glitter foam and also um, hot glue. And I put duct tape around the boots because it actually had like some orange part at the bottom because they were just rain boots. They were the correct color, 
but it had orange on the bottom and star does not have orange. So I used the pastel purple duct tape, wrapped it around the bottom part of the boot. Uh, my brother also de designed the, the horns for me. Um, he created them because at the time he was, um, he was into engineering, like part of like some engineering society back at UIC and he was able to get access to the 3D printer. So it was just something small. He was able to make that for me through SolidWorks. Apparently it's really hard to use, uh, but he made me those horns. I stuck up, stuck them on there with some foam and um, a little bit of duct tape because the foam was not sticking to the boot itself. So I had to like be creative with the tape and the foam and put them all together and then use hot glue. Um, and I do unfortunately have to keep remaking it every couple months to like every year because the tape unfortunately does fall off, but it holds up pretty well. Like I get a lot of compliments on the boots, but making cosplays, I personally do not have any experience with it. I usually um, try to send my measurements and if it's not optimal, then I'll get it tailored. Um, but overall, it's like you said, it's hit or miss. Um, it just really depends. I try to view some, some YouTube reviews before purchasing anything to see what they have to say about it. But it just really depends like on your body type uh, because they are Asian sides. Mm -hmm. So definitely not American size friendly or Latina friendly because you know, yeah. curves. Um, mm -hmm. But that's why I try to get like more dresses than like pants because pants never fit. Um, but yeah, that's basically what I have for that. What is your first oh. cosplay that you've ever done or oh. wore? Well, I was just going to comment on her star outfit. It's the boots are really nice. And I think before you actually told me, I thought you actually bought them because they were really, they were really cool. And I had to search up what you said about your brother doing this, uh, you said 3D printing or something 3D printing. Yeah, yeah i didn't know what that was and then i searched it i was oh actually that's pretty cool i didn't know that existed but the her shoes are are pretty good yeah i'm pretty proud of them they took a couple tries to get it right um wait what was the question that you asked anthony i forgot uh, first already. cosplay <laughs> oh first cosplay um so first cosplay like i was set on doing star butterfly However, um, when I ordered it, I did not get it tailored to my size. So I didn't get it custom made. I just ordered it on Amazon Prime because the con was coming up and it was my very first con. It was Anime Central, very first one. And I was panicking and I'm like, oh my God, I don't have the wig, I don't have the dress. So I bought it, but the dress was way too long. Like it did not fit. Like I did have a friend try to help me like shorten it, but it didn't work out. So I ended up just scrapping it. And at the time I, I was a fan of Imoto Umaru-chan. I don't know if you guys ever watched that anime, but it's basically about a super lazy high school girl who mooches off of her older brother. And she's just super lazy, loves playing video games. Oh. is a slob at home just drinks cola mm -hmm. and eats potato mm -hmm. chips but when she's at school she's the most popular gorgeous girl ever and she's perfect at everything doesn't break a sweat doing anything like she's just 
like the perfect main character but then when she's back at home she's a slob so I ended up cosplaying as Umaru-chan it was not perfect but um our friend uh Imani he actually let me borrow the little hamster cape covering that she has like it's like a yeah it's like a covering blanket cape Mm -hmm. um and I already did have some pink yoga pants that resembled what she wore and all I needed was a white shirt and I did already have the blonde wig it was going to be for star butterfly but I ended up cutting up cutting it just like hers it wasn't the right color but it was my first official cosplay sort of I mean I don't really count it as official but technically you could say it was the first one it wasn't very good but it was still fun yeah I remember seeing that one on your Facebook yeah so you're saying the cape that you wore that was from the friend mutual friend we know yeah oh okay oh yeah Emma yeah we call him Emma but well he referred himself as yeah he refers him as Emma (laughs) but but I well you noticed well I noticed that you referenced a lot of let's say people that you connected with so we actually us three we went to a anime convention before this whole COVID crazy thing happened I remember we went to one and of course you know you got approached by a bunch of people you were dressed up as Ochako Mm -hmm. at the time from My Hero Academia Mm -hmm. and I just wanted to know on your take like the importance on how you had connected with people, like random people come up to you. Like, I don't know, do you ask them or like, hey, let's follow each other on what's your Instagram or what's your Snapchat or, you know, or like, hey, let's give me your number. Like, what, how does that interaction usually happen? Because like, God knows I never get like reproached by anybody, no matter what I wear. But I, I know like when I was, when we were all together, you were, oh, nice, nice cosplay picture and such. Yeah, actually, I have the perfect example for that. Um, so it was actually when I was dressed up as my star butterfly. It was my 3.0 version because I wore her like three times. Like I upgraded her. Uh, I got her tailored. But that was like the optimal version. Like I finally figured out how to put on lashes. Um, I got a better wig from Arda Wigs. They're really great, honestly. They get kind of tangled sometimes but as long as you maintain them like they're really high quality um there is this one girl her name is sapphire she was also dressed up as star butterfly and i was waiting to go into the con and she went up to me and she's like oh my god like i love your star butterfly cosplay we need to get a picture later so later on um because she had a giant star butterfly wand like she created this ginormous like I would say was like six or seven foot tall giant wand and she made it herself which was very impressive so it was really really hard to like not miss her and I did find her again and I'm like hey you said you wanted that picture right and she said yes um eventually because we encountered each other so many times at the con I became friends with her Mm. and um it's really cool because she is um like she does attend a lot of the local cons here in Illinois. So because of that interaction, I was able to become Instagram friends with her. We started messaging each other a little bit more. I found out what con she was going to plan on attending. And now she's a really good friend. So it's just whoever you vibe with. Um, I've also made other friends with, cause I am really interested in voice acting. Um, 
I made a lot of new voice acting friends last year and I got to connect with them, which was really, really cool. Like it's really having that mutual connection with people and cosplay is like the very first thing. Like it's a very visual connection that you can have with people right away. If you know you love a certain show, you can vibe with that person. Like, yo, that's cool. I love it too. Like, and then you just kind of make that connection. That's what I said. Like I could talk about anything and and everything with anyone because I'm pretty much social based off of like whatever other people like. And if I know they like it, then we can vibe off of that. So it's just surrounding yourself with the same things that you like. And the great thing about cons is that they also have panels that you can attend. And usually people who stick around the entire time or you just see familiar faces, because it's honestly the same people attending the same things, going to the same art galleries you're able to make that connection with them eventually, especially if you encounter them enough times and even sometimes multiple cons, like you'll see them throughout the year. It's really cool. I remember when we were all together, I think it was last year. Wow, it seems so long time ago, especially in 2020. Right? Uh, you, I think this was the aftermath. You met with the same star girl, the one who was dressed the same as you. And yeah, her name is Sapphire. Yeah, Saf. Oh, that's that's her actual name, or that's her cosplayer name. Cosplayer. Okay, my bad. <laughs> so <laughs> I saw you approach her, and then you guys took pictures, and then yeah. So I I've also witnessed and seen how many people you were randomly getting approached by asking pictures, and also uh, like want them wanting to be your friend how do you feel when you cosplay by the way do you feel like a celebrity or how does it make you feel yeah yeah it Uh. does kind of make you feel like a celebrity honestly I don't even focus on myself when I first walk into a con it's like a sense of euphoria you you see everybody around you it feels like you're in a magical world like it's like you stepped out elsewhere Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like you're part of society Mm -hmm. for that moment kind of like you walked into a party and it just it doesn't end that's why like when people like when they get super sad because the con is ending it's because like that sense of euphoria and like reality kicking Mm. in it it like you know it's going to end unfortunately all good things must come to an end even super good things too much of it can be bad so um con plague included so (laughs) um but yeah it just it feels really really cool like cosplaying it, it feels like you're kind of playing, honestly. Like you, you could pretend that you're that character and, and having people come up to you because you dress really well as that character is a really, really cool feeling. Like you're honestly focused on everybody else. But since I'm a people person and I honestly love talking to everybody, like it feels really awesome to be able to make their day. Like you already feel happy walking in, but just knowing that someone gets really happy taking a picture with you, like that's pretty awesome. And ironically, I hate taking pictures, but it makes my day if I know that they got happy off of something that small. Aww. So on the same topic of being approached, do you have like a crazy story or something interesting like that happened when you're in one of these conventions? Um, or perverts. Yeah. I mean, honestly, sometimes you see people taking pictures without your consent. Mm. So they just kind of mm. pass by and they just take pictures. Like, it's kind of weird. <laughs> oh, Karina said that too, remember? Yeah, like... 
Yeah. Like some people might really be in the moment. Like there's this one really popular video out there with a Zenitsu in a convention running towards a mm-hmm. Nezuko. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like Nezuko Cha, yeah, and, and he just jumps. I don't know if it's acted out or staged, mm-hmm. but he plunges mm-hmm. his whole body towards and towards her, and he falls on the ground miserably, and she just runs away. And I imagine this stuff happens a little more common or not. I don't know. I don't know if you have run into that or maybe a story that you know somebody had shared with you before that you're willing or you're able to share if you have one um well honestly this one is not pg no go for it friendly but um i have had friends tell me that they've literally had people knocking on their hotel room door (laughs) asking for where the orgies are (laughs) and they're like okay they're not here but Mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently they're more common if you're in the presidential suites mm. so yeah it's things like that like i personally have not encountered it because usually i have not stayed at the main hotels um for asan it's usually a hyatt super tragic story about it though like like sort of off topic but not really i did get the hotel to be at the hyatt for this year mm. and then COVID happened and I'm like man all of my efforts it's really hard to get into the Hyatt because of mm-hmm. your internet can crash the website crashes um the phone system and the phone lines are all jammed so definitely really sad but because I haven't really stayed at the main convention hotel I personally haven't really encountered it um I mean I've seen people who don't shower and they smell really bad and they just I'm like Mm. like because honestly a lot of these people because these hotels are expensive as heck like they get filled up really quick that's why a lot of people end up bunching each other up in like six people per room when it's honestly should only be two or three max and then I've heard stories of people shoving 12 people in a small uh king-size room like geez like that's insane So that's like where the conflict comes from. That's where like people just being stinky comes from. Also, there are other people who sleep in their cars. Like they don't even have the hotel room and they're there all three days or five, depending on where you are in the country or how long it lasts. But And they do not change their costumes. And I remember because I've seen some people's faces and I'm like, bro, I know you have not changed your underwear. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting how I I have mean the previous girl we had, Karina, she also said some things that you also shared, which is people not showering. Pretty dirty, yeah. And then also people taking pictures without your consent and also staying overnight. That's when you get the kinky people asking for. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, I have... We were actually... I don't know. I think we told you too. We were planning to... Wait. Stay, stay overnight. Yeah. yeah. Have you been to one of those raves or parties at night? Because we were invited, uh, I think, by one of the some Emma. Was no, no, not not important. Some dude invited oh, us, but we didn't bad. go. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you were like had any exposure to like the night raves or anything like did that. Did you go to them? Yeah, I did go to one one time. Um, like I went with my usual group of friends. Um, we normally always attend the convention they're the reason why I started attending conventions um because I really didn't know they existed and we were actually all walking together to to where like the soap bubble rave was 
and we started singing the Backstreet Boys mm-hmm. song, like you know, I want it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were all singing it all together, really loud, and and like even some people around us were singing it too. It was really cool. Uh, but when we got to the rave, like it was really awesome, but it was like back to that whole some people stank because it was Saturday <laughs> already. Um, so it did not smell nice, um, but some random people try to like dance with you like fortunately enough i did have like some guy friends around and also um my boyfriend was there too so like he was watching out for us to all the girls make sure like no weirdos were trying to approach us because they did try um i personally don't drink um because i just not a fan um but a lot of people tend to go to these cons and they party and they drink a lot um so that's also the reason why he was like just making sure that we were perfectly fine and like people weren't trying to take advantage of us and stuff because there are unfortunately people like that and but it's always good like if anyone ever attends any conventions it's always good to have a group of friends that you trust so that way you can watch each other's backs because scary things can happen unfortunately and I've heard some really crazy stories that like, honestly, like I would never want anyone, anyone to go through things like that. I personally haven't experienced it, but unfortunately I do know some people who have. So just be sure you have trusted people around you. Like that's the most important thing. Do you feel uncomfortable sharing that crazy experience? Uh, not necessarily. Uh, like I guess like, cause I wasn't there too long. Um, like maybe up to an hour. It was just really cool to dance. Uh, but I personally did not notice it happening. It was afterwards that my boyfriend told me oh. that like, oh, there was like a weirdo who was trying to approach you guys. And he was like trying to take you elsewhere. And I like, I wasn't allowing him. Like I stood there like, like bodyguard. And like, I just made sure like they weren't trying to try anything weird. So I found out afterwards, I honestly didn't pay attention or notice it. Um, I was just like dancing and having fun with my friends. So yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, it's always good to have somebody who's like overseeing things that you don't notice yourself. And back to the convention, I remember, I think last year when you uh, stood around with us, that person who tagged with us, uh, he, he was asking like, oh, and I think I told you too, is she single? I was like, Oh, you don't, you haven't met her before? It's like, oh, of course not. And I was like, is she single? I'm sorry, bro. Oh, I, <laughs> I can't. I was like, oh. uh, he's, she's dating my cousin. And he's like, oh, awkward. <laughs> but the funny part too, he, he goes in the, the rave party. So yeah, he sweats a lot. So yeah, that's funny. Yeah, the, the stinky people that yeah. you were probably talking about, that was probably <laughs> this guy. So. That was, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. And the funniest part was, and then you could tell that this guy be simping on you. The sweater he had during that time was like all covered in hentai. That was mo- that was funny. Ew. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Okay, let's go ahead and move towards our... We have a My Hero Academia draft that I wanted to do. So this is a snake format. Okay, so we're going to have a team like... Uh, our squad will have five people each, and towards the end, we'll figure out and see which team is better. So, for example, like Yoliana, you'll, 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 you'll have the first pick, and Misha will have the second pick. I'll have three and four, and then Misha will have five, and you'll have six and seven. So it'll be like a, a snake format, if that makes any sense. 
Not really, but we'll we'll, we'll figure okay, it out. Sure. Okay, sure. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll I'll let you. You'll go ahead and have the first pick. You can have any any. It's not just restricting to class one A. It's just um, you know if you want villains that works as well. Uh, yeah, go for it. You have the first pick. Okay. Um. Well, I pick Medio, the million. Oh. Wait. Sorry, I I haven't really. He's part of the big three. Oh, he's yeah, a cutie he's, patootie. He's the one that looks like All Might. He's not like that looks the one, Menyo? The, yeah, that is him. Yeah, that is yeah. Uh, yeah, him. Okay. him. Oh, him. I see. Oh, I see. Okay. So, uh, Misha, you have the second pick. Yeah. Okay, I was originally going to go with Bakugo because I like him. <laughs> but I don't know why I tend to like those toxic guys, you know? <laughs> Ooh, I'm a machista. I'm just kidding. All right, all right. Okay, um... <laughs> I th- I'm stuck between Todoroki or Bakugo. Let me see, let me see. Okay, yep. I'm just going to go with Todoroki because he could do both. Okay, so I have picks three and four. So for me, I'll go with N. Devor. Okay. And I do have All Might on the board, but he is kind of weak now, so I'm going to have to figure that out. But... I'm going to go ahead and pick uh, Eraserhead, the teacher. Mm, nice. Okay, so Misha, you have the fifth pick. Oh, my turn? Yeah, so we're working in a snake format. Oh, I see. Then I'm going to probably go with Bakugo. <laughs> oh, really? Surprise. Yeah. No. Well, All Might and Deku still on the board. Okay, uh, Illy, you have picks six and seven. I think I might actually go with the principal Nezu. I'm trying to figure out which one is this one again? He's the, the little hamster or rat thing. He's always talking to all night. He's the principal of the school. Oh, the little the little mouse head looking looking guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Nezu. Yeah, I don't, what's his power? Yeah. I don't even remember. Um, I don't know if he's OP or he, what. Does he box? He he's not physical. He's more like mental smart. when uh, it comes to, to he's his like his IQ is super he's high. A, he's a, he's an able. L. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> I don't know. What that no means. L from Death Note. Death Note. <laughs> oh, I'm like I'm like L, I don't know what you're referring to. Yeah, L. essentially, yeah. <laughs> I'm like it's you. <laughs> Okay, you have pick seven. Okay. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Jeez, this is kind of hard. Um, let's go with Kirishima. Oh, that's the the th- uh, the thunder. No, not that's not the thunder boy. No, he's not. He's not the. The dumb Pikachu, yeah. lol. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's uh, it's like Bakugo's. Oh yeah, the best the Harding guy, the Red, red Riot, yeah. basically. Yeah, his homeboy, the only one he tolerates. Oh. It right. must be the hair. Reminds me of fire or something. Misha, you have the eighth pick, and um, and go go for it. I think I'm also going to go with the Thinker. I think she's kind of known, kind of like this. Maybe you guys could correct me because you guys follow up with my hero more. What's her name? I kind of shift her with uh Oh, Todoroki. uh Mama? Mo- Momo? Okay, Momo. Mama. I said Mamo. 
Momo. Momo. <laughs> okay, I'm surprised he's still on the, the board. So the voice actor looks. I seriously thought it was Kylie Jenner before oh, she English, got her lip injections. The English voice actor for Momo. Yeah, it looks like her. Okay. So I'm surprised he's still on the board, but no one's picking. I, I don't know. No one's picking All Might. I feel kind of bad, but I don't or want. Deco. I don't want to pick them either. <laughs> okay, I'll. I mean, because Deco and All Might, like they're cool and all, but they're. I don't know. Deco, I love Deco. He's my cinnamon roll, but he's like a crybaby. <laughs> yeah, he's not there yet. He's not. He's not there yet. And then. I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, you can choose whatever you want. But yeah. I'll go ahead and pick the one with the hand on the face. I forgot the, the villain. The uh, she, uh, oh, Tomura. Tomura. Oh, I forgot about him. I like The him. villain. Yeah, she, I like she, him. Garaki. Yeah, uh, I think okay. that's And Shigaraki. I got the 10th pick as well. He set himself up. That's not fair. Not really. But I'll go ahead and pick. You kind of look like Pony, Illy. Pony? Who I think that? that's her name. Wait, go up a little bit. The one flying. Oh, I don't know who that is. Oh, there's some random. Pony Tuzrug. Okay, I'll go ahead and pick Mount Lady. Screw it. Mm. Misha, you have the 11th pick. Uh, I'm probably going to pick Minita just to see him die. He's on your squad. Eh? He's on your team. So? (laughs) Minata? Yeah. All right. Ilyev picks 12 and 13. Okay. um, I'm going to pick Hawks. And who Hawks. Else? Oh, that's a nice who one. That's I... a nice one. Oh, I love really him. Cool. He's From like the movie, the guy with the. He's super yeah, cool. It's fire. And let's see. Hmm. I think I'm gonna go with. Let's see what. Hmm. I don't know who to choose. You know, Chaco's still on the board. Oh, that is true. This is your last pick, though. Yeah, between those. Oh, you know what? Then in that case, I'll go with Ochako. Okay. Misha, your last pick? I'm stuck between Deku's mom. Deku's mom? <laughs> she goes, you want your squad's going to die like instantly. Okay, I want to make it entertaining, okay? Uh, this is serious. Like, okay, you're pick your team to defend you or you'll die. You, you know what I mean? But everyone respects moms, you know? I, well, most people do. She, she's a, she'll cook you some soup, all right? Oh, yeah, she's a healer in a way. She's a mom. Uh, okay, in all seriousness, I think I'll probably go with... Man, I kind of wish I took Minita back. I'm probably going to lose now. <laughs> um, I'm probably going to go oh, with uh, Tenya. Oh, Tenya Lita? Yeah. The engine guy? Yeah. Lita. Because it's actually an eye. Oh. They're two eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my last pick. Let's see what can I do here. Why didn't Why don't you pick Deku? He's the last one. Deku? No, I can't. That's too predictable. Honestly, I'm going to pick Dobby. <gasps> no. 
Holly's pretty cool. I just remembered of one girl that I wanted. Oh, a to- uh, Toga, the, yeah. the, the blood-sucking girl? I forgot. Oh, you had your chance. I, I was between her and Ochako. I wasn't really sure which one. Um, <sighs> okay, so Illy, your team is yeah. Lamillion, Nezu, Red Riot, Hawks, Ochako, and yeah, and Ochako. Misha, you have Todoroki, Bakugo, Momo, Minita, and Lita. And I have Endo- Endivar, Eraserhead, uh, Tomura, Mount Lady, and Dabi. So. Most of those are pros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, I feel very confident about my, about my team. I don't know about Misha. Your team seems very weak, but. No, it's only one. Well, she. She doesn't really watch the yeah, show. That's true. So that's true. That's true. Yeah. I'll give you. I should have gave you like a uh, handicap, like like two extra picks almost, but we're not going to do that. I I do have at least two good characters. No, you do. You Todoroki do. Todoroki and Todoroki is good. Those those are a really good combination. Yeah, but I think honestly, your team Bakugo and Todoroki, they're just going to like argue who gets to kill who. But Todoroki doesn't look like he would argue, though. Yeah, but he's just going to do his thing. But Bakugo is going to be like, no, let me show you how it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I guess uh, before we close this off, one last question I want to ask. What advice do you want to give, just to sum it up, on like a solo person who's like nervous, introverted, looking to get into cosplaying or going to conventions and when conventions come back, if they ever come back? Like someone that's like, oh, I want to cosplay as so-and-so. I feel kind of nervous or shy about it. Like, because we all have been through that point, the first jump. So what advice do you have to give to someone like that? Like, honestly, just have fun with it. The best thing you could do is like kind of forget about what other people think because I'm going to be honest, if those people don't feed you, heck their opinion. Um, but if they're kind and wonderful, then obviously you'd want to welcome their opinion, but honestly, just have fun with it. It's, it's really something to fulfill your own life because you come first. It's not about impressing other people. It's about how you feel about it yourself. You don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to have a certain skin color. You don't have to like have like a certain body type. Like honestly make the cosplay work for you. Preach. You don't have to exactly make it look identical to the character like yeah it's fun making it look identical but do remember it's yourself um so you'll probably want to choose like colors that kind of complement your skin tone don't like wash you out like you could still make it your own thing like it's just to have fun connect with other people it doesn't have to be 100 percent perfect um it can be if you want to like i sometimes strive for the perfection but i try to make it a to look as nice as possible, like for, for myself, not necessarily how it looks on other people. So definitely if you have like friends that you want to bring with you, so you feel more confident, bring some friends with you that you trust. If you're looking to like new friends, um, just stay true to yourself. Like honestly, as long as you're yourself, you're a kind person and you're able to make yourself a little bit vulnerable just to open up and make those connections with people, then you're going to have a lot of fun. Like, it is scary, but I mean, we, we're all kids at one point. It's just really embracing your inner child. And that's what it's really all about. No taken. Yep. 
Well, well said. Uh, is there anything you want to plug before we send this off? Um, you can follow me at Illykins. Um, so there's an underscore between that. Illy underscore Kins. I'm going to be Twitch streaming soon. Also, I do draw once in a while. I'm going to try and draw more often. Um, but I have Twitter, Instagram, and I am also going to be on Twitch very soon. Like I'm still trying to figure out the kinks of that. But I love talking to everybody. Like honestly, you could just shoot me a message, like DM me. Like I do not mind answering back to everyone. Just be kind. Don't send anything inappropriate because no one likes that. <laughs> it has happened. Like I kid you not. Like you're just kind to some people and they think it's okay to send yeah. you inappropriate things. Yeah, not fun. But yeah, I am always available. I'll try my best to respond back. Like I am sometimes busy, but. I do my best. Did you include your TikTok? I probably missed that. Oh yeah, TikTok too. I am on TikTok. Um, now I try to show some of my cosplays. Uh, I am going to try to make some more like Raftalia TikTok cosplays as well as uh, if anyone's familiar with ReZero. I have an Emilio one I want to work on. A Miraculous Ladybug. I just have a lot of cosplays I got to work on. Good. But yeah, those will be coming soon. Well, thank you so much for doing this. And definitely, this has been very fun. Definitely would love to have you back on once when, you know, you say yes. But <laughs> <laughs> She's going to say yeah. Okay, let's start again tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, thank you so much. And, oh, one last thing. I think Misha and I were saying toward the end of the podcast, because I, I know you do sing. So can, can you yeah. set it off on saying, um, what is it? Thank you for, thank you for, li thank you all for listening to, I don't know, which, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, like, thank you all for listening to Weep and Waifu, for, oh, I don't know, or making it oh, no. to How the about top. this? Uh, just sing, sing something that end, 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 the, end the episode. Like a quick, a quick uh, jingle, like three words, three, three words, yeah. four words. I don't know, just to put you on the spot. Include Weeb and Wife. <laughs> I thought you told her in advance. No, I didn't. Doing. I just... It, That's it okay, matter. we'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening for the Weeb and Wife show. Yay! Yay. Awesome. Three words, too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. <laughs>